Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs, the only podcast where seatbelts are mandatory, but pants are optional. Michael, how are you doing? Welcome to episode 174, everyone. Michael, how are you doing now? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, can't complain. Beautiful day. Sorry if you hear some noise in the back. My wife is cooking. It sounds like yeah. you're being repoed. Are you being repoed right now? <laughs> Like I you're, couldn't afford you're payments so, on the microwave. You're so <laughs> dedicated to the podcast, you're recording while the repo men are taking away your crockpots and other cookery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of the overpriced uh, appliances. Yeah. I needed a $200 microwave to heat up my $5 TV dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but all, all is well. How about you? Doing well over here. This is going to be a lot of fun. You have all made it to episode 174 uh, uh, of the of the Two Broke Wash House podcast. Um, this is going to be a pretty cool topic, but I think first before we, 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 we kind of begin, we should, I mean, well, I guess welcome any new listeners uh, that are jumping on now, right? Is that appropriate? Yeah. Yeah. We realize that there might be some new listeners uh, jumping on now. Um, so thanks for joining. Welcome. Uh, this is Two Broke Watch Snobs. Uh, just some context. We keep things very casual, very light and fun uh, on this show, but uh, language can at times be uh, pretty strong. So just keep that in mind. It's It's been a while since we uh, uh, included a disclaimer. <laughs> We used to have disclaimer. We used to have like the episodes would begin and then during the music, it'd be like, it'd be like, hello, we are the two broke watch knobs. This is a podcast which may feature strong, but like we, we, I think we, I think we nixed that. And then, and then, and then the music started and then we started talking and then people would email us like, wow, you guys cursed a lot. It's like, well, yeah, there used to be a disclaimer, but yeah, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Uh, This is going to be here we are. This is going to be a lot of fun. So basically, two book watch knobs in a nutshell, kind of piggybacking what Michael said, is it's basically orological bar talk. The atmosphere which we, we try to recreate here is you hanging out with friends uh, after work or during work um, and just kind of shooting the shit, drinking, and just uh, a sense of welcome. We want you guys to have a sense of welcome here at the two book yeah. watch knobs. Um, and so in that vein, episode 174 is a very, very fun topic. Uh, it is dubbed thus episode 174, The Fuck You Watch. Um, <laughs> brought to you by the pontiff Archie Luxury. <laughs> Hello. Would have been great, great to make this an interview, but uh, yeah, right. Oh gosh. But here, the yeah, fuck- I, I never heard that term uh, until I heard it from him. Really? That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But the, the 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 fuck you watch, I think, is is an interesting designation in one's watch collection show. So over the over the the history of the two book watch knobs, um, we've been this is hundred this is episode one hundred seventy four. We've been doing this since two thousand sixteen. Um, we've talked about many different categories categories and classifications of pieces that exist in your collection. And something we always talk about on the show is being a mindful. Uh, consumer being very methodical with your purchases we don't like people who buy things for the sake of just buying them this might not be the best episode to be clarifying that um when when we get into what the idea of the fuck you watch is (laughs) i mean go for it if you can (laughs) but basically like the idea of being a mindful collector is buying watches that are important to you regardless of what other people think because if you collect if you're a watch enthusiast that collects what makes you happy versus a watch enthusiast who just buys stuff 
that uh, there's like FOMO marketing around or people buy it because they think they're cool, you're basically on the dividing line between being a thoughtful watch collector, which is what I think we all do strive to be. So the difference between being a thoughtful watch collector and essentially just a consumer. A consumer yeah. can exist in any sort of niche. You know, a consumers can exist in fucking I don't know, cars or pens mm -hmm. or knives. Yeah. Why do knife collectors have so many knives without anything to stab? I see knife collectors cutting bagels more than like what like you know what I'm saying? It's an insane hobby. We could talk about kind of just we, like, we just like this it. one. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah, ex exactly. And so I just like I'm just how I, I'm sure there are thoughtful collectors within all of those niches I just mentioned. Thoughtful collection habits aren't the norm. Uh, yeah, in many of these collections. So at T-Work Watch Knobs, we're always talking about being a thoughtful collector and understanding what your watch collection means to you. And within that, there have been different categorizations of watches. There's obviously there's beater watches, so watches you can you know, wear every day and just kind of get scratched and don't worry about it. There's dressy watches and everything like that. We've done future episodes, which are probably pretty closely related to this, but we'll get to the differences uh, later, called guilty pleasure watches, where the watches where, um, where your mind's telling you no. But your body's telling you, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you don't 100% want folks to know that you're into that. Yeah. So I had a, I had a controversial selection uh, where after we did one of those episodes, some, some people were DMing me about the Rainbow Daytona. <laughs> and they were like, are you for real, man? For like, real? Yeah. yeah, I'm for real. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> a guilty pleasure watch is, um, I, think, I, I, I think I made this comment in a previous episode. I made like a Dan Brown illusion. A guilty pleasure watch is like the albino <laughs> monk flogging himself in the closet in the night. It's like, no one can know. No one can, you know what I mean? Like, that's like guilty. That's like a guilty pleasure watch. But this episode, The Fuck You Watch, is a bit different. This is a purchase that usually is quite recognizable. Uh, the options that I have here, they are uh, expensive, and I have themes around them. I also like the theme, the, the, the selections. Um, but, but most importantly, The Fuck You Watch, or I'm sorry, The F.U. Watch, is a watch that you want people to see. You want people to know. You're wearing. And I think, with I think the wearing this watch. Yeah, it's pretty easy to defend that desire. Um, you know, in every sense of the word, these are pretty. At least mine, I feel, are objectively like attractive to collectors. Yes, uh, all of mine are attractive to collectors. Most of mine don't fit into like my normal. I guess. Oh no, I guess in a sense, I'll make the, I'll make the argument. But um, two of mine are quote unquote attainable that's the other thing also the idea of the fu watch is that you can it's possible to buy this the other the other differentiator with guilty pleasure watches which is a previous the previous kind of watch episode i talked about a lot of those watches aren't like humanly attainable yeah no you know what i mean yeah, absolutely uh, not. two of mine are reasonably attainable and the third one that i chose is you know it's not cheap <clears throat> let's just say it, you know Let's just say it like that, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So Michael chose three watches. I chose three watches. However, before we get to the main topic, we have to honor tradition. We have very few traditions on this punk rock watch podcast. And one of them is doing an audio audio wrist check where we basically just talk about what we're wearing on the episode. <laughs> and it's a really good opportunity to just to just just do that. Michael, Michael, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me for the, for the 174th time? Would you like yeah. to do an audio wrist check with me? Yeah, let's do it. We've probably you, done more, what you, but what do you wear? I mean, yeah, I mean, we've done maybe between <laughs> between 
Yeah, I mean, porn stars have more sex off camera than on camera, but on camera, those are the only ones you're aware of. So yes, we've done more wrist checks than 174. <clears throat> but um, but for this for the sake of the narrative, Michael, for the 174th time, what are you wearing, man? Uh, I'm wearing the Black Bay GMT today. So cool. Uh, you're still enjoying it. Stainless steel, darling. Um, you know everything that I love in a dual time. Three time, three time zone. Yeah, three time zone with this one. Um, G, is, is it a GMT bezel? GMT bezel, <laughs> uh, the desirable red and blue. Um, what the fuck? I want to say. Did you hear that? That was my phone. Oh, it sounded yeah. like a homing beacon. It's like, yo, dude, run! They found you. Like, <laughs> put that on vibrate. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm this one still wearing it pretty casually. <clears throat> um totally used to the size uh okay, you, a lot you, of with, with, with this one yeah 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 with this one people are really scared about the black bay case and the size um it's not like a traditional black bay like the diver um that they sell a million versions of this yeah. one is has some special little touches to keep it visually slim so 41 millimeters uh man it's got everything everything from the the rolex family um you know independent local jumping hour uh in-house movement 70 hour power reserve which is ridiculous i love putting this one away and then wanting to wear it and then coming back and seeing that it's still and running. that's that's like a full in-house movement that's not like an edda movement they modulated and put the gmt complication on top of that's like because I, I think the first generation of black base had edda based movements but then mm -hmm. at later generations had in-house movements and so that yeah. movement you have is the in-house movement with is it like a yeah. modular uh, GMT function, or is it is it integrated into the actual like your nope. works? Nope, it's a it's just it's just a full on in house That's so uh, cool. GMT movement from Tudor, <clears throat> and I think I, I I do I don't want to toot my own horn as an owner of this watch, but I, this is a really special watch. Mm -hmm. um, I think with everything that's happened with Basel World. Uh, and just the way that shows are pivoting in general, I think 2018 Basel World is going to be one that folks don't really forget. Yeah. Partly because of what happened when Rolex released their stainless steel Pepsi and yep. Tudor, like immediately out of nowhere, said, "Hey, check this out." <laughs> you know, it, it was like the pupil challenging the master. Uh, That's and, so cool. And so, yeah, I, I think I think folks are, were, are super into it. These these were pretty hard uh, to get for a while. Yeah. Um, even waiting list, I, I heard in, in some instances. But the Black Bay 58 is is uh, kind of the star child right now. So do you remember when I went on the Disney cruise uh, last year? They had them in the little because I, I did a little I did like a like a post on the twobrookwatchknobs.com website like Disney like like watch shopping on the Disney Fantasy or whatever that's the name of the ship. Um, they had some Black Bay GMTs like in yeah you the, said they were on leather right yeah two of them were on leather but they could get you like the bracelet they said. And um, I remember I made that post. I had people emailing like, like, oh my god, like, where, do you have the number? It's like it's on a cruise <laughs> ship, man. Can you get me to the boat? Yeah, right. It's just uh, like, it's like, can you can you talk me out to the boat? I don't know why Kevin from the office is calling. Can you talk me out to the boat? It's just like, dude, I don't fucking like, I don't know, dude. Like, it's a, I didn't know people were ready to kick down the fucking doors to get this watch, man. But whatever. So yeah, the, I yeah. guess the but the scarcity you're saying is not so much of an issue anymore. 
Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I think I, I always love the idea of a travel watch. Yeah. Um, but looking at this one more closely, I don't think I would want this to be a travel watch. People are like, oh, the GMT is perfect for like, you know, skipping time zones and things like that. Well, it's also perfect to get fucking of, stolen, man. That's, that's yeah, what it's perfect. It's for. not exactly it's not exactly what I would want. Yeah, dude. Um in Cairo or like <laughs> I don't know, Colombia where I've been before. Um It's the perfect so, morning, dude. Cafe con leche and getting your ass fucking mugged for your watch. What are you talking about? That's the perfect Yeah, yeah. It's the perfect yeah. morning. Walking into like an Italian train station with this <laughs> thing. I yeah. And then walking out without it. <laughs> But it's it's kind of making me think about like well if that's I, I love traveling not really traveling this year but mm. um, you know if if you really did want something like that I, I'm really looking back at the um, just like something very basic with a twelve hour bezel I think that's best even yeah. even with this thing um, you know in the bullpen I, I think that's a little bit better something that is completely unassuming something that doesn't look like a Rolex um so yeah that's that's just in the in the back of my mind right now but yeah this this is what i'm wearing um have you tried that thing on anything except the bracelet yet no and i won't okay i I can't remember if you were talking about possibly experimenting and putting on something else so you're gonna stick to your guns you're keeping it on the bracelet the bracelet is too good it's too good to to mess with um it's part of the full package the black bay cases i don't think really lend themselves well to like natos yeah and then i don't really like leather so yeah yeah this is kind of is it's where it's at that's so cool that's so cool my turn yeah yeah go for it uh so for episode 174 of the two broke box times podcast i am wearing the beloved uh orient christmas chrono man the the Ooh. orient neo 70s Classic. jdm 2016 Christmas chronograph. Uh, this is a really, really fun watch for anyone who does not really wear this watch. Uh, it's all over our, our Instagram feed. Go and check out at tbrokewatchtops.com and also go and check out the uh, Facebook group. You got a request uh, to get in there just because we just like keeping it just focused on like watch discussion and we don't want people like selling chickens in there or like whatever the fuck happens in open Facebook groups. I have no idea. But, um, I've seen used toothbrushes for oh, sale. That's fucking, that's like a fetish. <laughs> that's got to be someone's like fetish, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's pancakes, it's syrupy pancakes, and used toothbrushes. That's what yep. does it for me, man. <laughs> I am wearing. I'm so sorry. I'm wearing the 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 Orient the Orient Christmas Chrono. Um, this is a lot of fun, actually. Most folks in the U.S. don't. Most folks in the West here, we don't really get too much of the Orient uh, Neo Seventies line. Um, and that's for two reasons. Uh, Orient, as a global company based in Japan, is not really very uh, outright with the amount of models they release outside of Japan. Within JDM, you know, Orient timepieces, there's really, really, really cool stuff, really cool shit. And the Orient yeah. Neo 70s line is one of those. Uh, that exists in there. The other reason why we don't get too many cool Orient releases, at least here in the uh, in the USA, not necessarily Europe. Orient Europe does a really good job, but Orient USA here is an independent, not independent, but it's basically like a franchised uh, Western distribution in the States for Orient. Orient allows all of its different um, watch operations across the country to basically operate independently. So Orient Europe can be running a completely different sort of marketing campaign and like release schedule than what Orient USA is doing and um, it allows these different distributors to operate uh, 
independently in regards to outreach, which is probably like a really cool thing. Uh, but only if the people who are in oper- like who are operating those those you know independent entities are you know they got more than two brain cells to rub together, uh, of which there is a deficit in here at Orient USA. I do not like yeah. the way Orient USA chooses to operate um, its marketing, its outreach, because it does the actual pieces a huge disservice. Like we don't understand how cool Orient watches are at least here in the United States, um, and that's uh, mainly uh, the disservice being kind of done by the actual Orient USA marketing uh, uh, you know, initiatives. So I'm not going to harp on that too much. I want to talk about this Orient uh, Neo 70s that I'm wearing, the Christmas Chrono. The Orient Christmas Chrono, um, that's a name that Michael and I coined uh, for this watch. It's not really a common watch. It's a limited edition. They made, it's on the back of my watch. They made a thousand of these. I have number eight eight four out of a thousand. It's a solar quartz chronograph, um, and it has these kind of uh, kind of like segmented pinstripes with this uh, kind of like a deep teal jewel tone color. I love, I love that. You know, anything that has like a green or like a jewel tone or like a like a teal color, like I immediately gravitate towards. And so the Orient Christmas Chrono, we called it that because it was uh, it was made to commemorate. Christmas in Japan in like 2016, um, so we just called it the super, Christmas Chrono. Super random, by the way. So fucking random, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like it's just it's just odd. I don't know. You know, it's like if Braemont wanted to make a watch to co- commemorate Boxing Day. It's like what the fuck, dude? Like, ugh, like <laughs> it's just so random. <laughs> you know, so. Um, you hear Next that, Nick? Year watch, Nick, Nick, and <laughs> Nick and Giles. There's going to be a Boxing Day limited edition. Then we're going to have to send a very interestingly worded email. It's like, hey guys, can we at least get like a logo on the back of that watch? Come on, man. <laughs> just the tibus, the TBWS, the tibus. Um, so yeah, when I bought, I bought this watch. Uh, I I saw it initially. There have been few purchases in my life that I've made without seeing a watch in person. Uh, some of them have gone well, and some of them have not gone well. This is probably the best. This is the best purchase I've ever made without actually seeing the watch. I bought it for like 250 bucks. Um, So a little expensive in regards to kind of uh, certain product offerings within Quartz Orient pieces. Quartz Orient pieces, by the way, are pretty rare because Orient, all Orient calibers are are in-house. The original 469 caliber movements were based off the old Seiko 7002 movement but over the past like three or four years, ever since Epson uh, purchased Orient outright, they've been phasing all that out and doing their new in-house movements, the F6 and F7 uh, calibers. Uh, uh, hacking, hand winding, really, really, really cool. Um, and so seeing a quartz movement from Orient is you know, kind of kind of rare. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, the Christmas chrono is where it's at, man. If you guys just Google Orient Christmas chrono or Orient Xmas chrono, um, you'll see it. Or you can go to our feed uh, at Two Broke Watch Knobs on Instagram and uh, and uh, check it out. Um, actually, if you Google Orient Christmas Corner, you'll just see our TwoBrokeWatchKnobs.com review. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're the much. only people, I think, to have ever written up on this watch. Um, some people have found them. Some people see it, you know, when we post it. And uh, I think all of the the original stock are gone. So if you find one, it's going to be secondhand, but it's pretty rare. Can you hear the church yeah, bells? I'm, yeah, I can hear them. I'm on Rakuten right Rak- now. Rakuten. Yeah. Is it there? 
It's sold out. And yeah. It's marked as sold out. It's going to be sold out forever. What a wacky site. Rakuten's interesting. Um, I like Rakuten. They got like Power Rangers like stuff. It's basically, like uh, yeah, yeah. It, Rakuten, and you can discover really cool JDM watch models on Rakuten and uh, from Japan. Dot JP or dot com. If you Google from Japan, you'll see. It's basically like a Japanese uh, proxy bidding site. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun to kind of just discover you know, uh, new pieces. And, um, yeah, I'm an, I, I'm, I'm a huge Orient fan. I have Orient star models. I have this Orient and, uh, I will always be singing the praises of Orient watches and, uh, I'll be casting aspersions upon Orient USA. Basically at any moment, someone gives me the opportunity to do so. Yeah. For this episode, that'd be fun to wear the Christmas chrono, you know? Right on. Right on, man. Let's let's do this. Um, before we get into the main topic, main topic being, once again, just in case you forgot, the fuck you watch. <laughs> I just like saying it. I don't know why. You could, I, If I didn't make a clarification also in the beginning of the episode, you can put the fuck you watch in the same category as, I guess, the peacock. The peacock watch. You're peacocking. Yeah. You're, you're frocking. You know you what know, I'm saying? I, 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 we like to keep things pretty humble here, but sometimes you just want to... You want to let people know. Uh, what I enjoy about my fuck you watch selections, or at least the impetus behind my fuck you watch selections, is that there's like a and there's like a note of anger. It's just like <laughs> fuck you. I'm wearing this watch. I'm so tired of trying to do what's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Stop talking to me about whatever watch you're thinking about buying, or all of the other ones that I own. This is on my mind right now. I don't want to get a watch. I don't want to go anywhere to do anything, watch. <laughs> I don't care about water resistance. I don't care about anything. Fuck you. This is my fuck you watch. There you go. There you go. But um, I guess there, there's, there's some some news about us, I think. Yes, so let's do this. Let's get into some house. Thank you for keeping me on t- a track. If you're just, just tuning in for two-book watch times for the first time, you will notice that uh, it is my job to just just get fucking distracted with whatever's going on, and then Michael has to very with the with a deft hand kind of steer me back, <laughs> steer me back on on track. I think it's the closest Michael has ever gotten to hurting cats. Michael, have you ever hurted cats? Mm-mm, no. Yes, you have, because you are the co-host of the two book watchdogs. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> But here, let's do this. There are some fun housekeeping items to get into. Huge shout out and a thank you to the New York Times and um, Victoria, I'm going to phonetically do this, Gomelski? Victoria. Victoria. Thank you, Victoria, for doing um, including us in a really, uh, a really fun write-up. Uh, the New York Times in the style section of the International Edition, I believe had done a write-up on uh, watch podcasts. Uh, they had chosen, uh, Victoria had chosen six watch, po- watch podcasts to feature and uh, super honored to just be included, uh, you know, in that list along with everyone else. The other podcasts that were covered were uh, Hodinky, Grey NATO, the the, uh, the Warner Wound podcast, the Ten and Two, Scottish Watches, and we're all the and way then, at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll Get take it. I'm happy you might to be- have to you might have to get by a paywall, <laughs> but we're there. We promise. Well, I went to look the first time. Like, oh, good, we're behind the paywall. That's nice. I like that. It feels appropriate. <laughs> but I think if you're in like a private browser uh, and it's not like cached in like multiple visits, you can get to the bottom and see us. Um, I'll take it. I'll take I'll it. Take but they they <laughs> opened with a with a with a very nice quote from me uh, that I thought was fun. Um, when the when the piece opens, so yeah, huge shout out to, to New York Times, huge shout out to all the other podcasts we were mentioned on there. Super honored to be included among among the beautiful people, the punk rock the punk rock podcast. 
watch and you podcasts. can and, and you can uh you can see our, our faces as well if you were ever you curious. can you can see our faces for some reason people always ask to see your face like oh i wonder what mike and kaz look like it's just like yeah, save, save the photo to your computers and you know make it your background do you remember do you remember when you were a kid and you would save a photo to your background but it would like tile out so it was just like this like this but grainy like tiled out photos like oh that's not what i wanted like like jeff conine playing for the marlins <laughs> and it's just like tiled out <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Sting from WCW. It's just like, oh, like God, Jesus, man, this is <laughs> this is not what I wanted. Can yeah, I, can, congratulations, Cass. Congrats, Mister Mister Panate. Congratulations for you on your inclusion in the uh, New York Times. I hope this is not how my parents find out about the two book watch knobs. I hey. hope my dad will finally be proud of me. Yeah, my parents won't be proud of me. <laughs> That's fine. I went. I did the wrong job. I married the wrong girl. I live in the wrong place. This is just. I just tell them my sweet floors. It's just easier that way. Uh, they have you no idea. I, I, did, I do the podcast. I did get some text messages prior. So prior to you jumping in the Slack channel and saying like, "Hey, this is live," mm-hmm. I did get a couple text messages saying like, "Hey, like I saw this. Like you're in the New York Times." Um, That's cool. So I think it's getting out there. But, you know, you might have some family members contact you. I'm just gonna deny uh, it. <laughs> That's not me. I'm just gonna just gonna deny. It. I'll just I'll I'll just I'll just deny it and then assume my family member for being racist and thinking that everyone of like you know brown skin looks alike. That's fine. <laughs> you can say it's the other Kazmierza. The other Kazmierza guys. All right. That also has like a watch video on YouTube. Do you see that? It's like really like a physician somewhere. Somebody I saw that. that. <laughs> I I I've I've run through the perilous gamut several times of googling my own name, which is. Don't yeah, do don't that. do that, yeah. guys. All right, don't do it. Don't do it with me either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, congrats to everyone featured, and thank you very much to the uh, New York Times for for writing about this. It's kind of cool to see how important watch podcasts have become during this sort of like COVID era right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, just glad that we can keep things fun and entertaining when when folks are staying home. Yeah, I think us and the Gray NATO dudes. We're the, I think we're the oldest podcast on there. Yeah. Because yeah, we started around the same time as mm-hmm. uh, James and Jason. Yeah. JJ. How have we never called them the JJs? The JJs? The JJs and the Grey Nados. <laughs> guys, Sounds like a diner. You, guys, can you, start, <laughs> can you start a Motown group called the JJs and the Grey Nados? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. With the, with the sure fucking Commer Bonds and shit. Yeah, dude, with Rickenbackers. It's awesome. It's Perfect. It's freaking bockers. Freaking bockers. Do what? I don't, I don't know. Fucking know. Whatever, man. Break like cars, man. <laughs> but here, let's uh, let's do this. Moving on, housekeeping items. Um, do check out twobookwashknobs.com. Some fun, uh, uh, just kind of press pieces have gone up. I'm also working on a couple of new pieces right now. Uh, you, Michael, did the uh, that that press release for that uh, that forged uh, was it forged carbon? So cool. Forged carbon so, so doxa. Cool. It's pretty interesting. I really had to think about it for a long time, and then I wrote the article, um, you know, and <clears throat> saw the photos, and I was like, okay, I just want I, I want people to see this on our site right now, so it's it's up there. But I, I thought about it for days, and yeah. it's like it's friggin' cool, man. It's a lot of money, but I like it more than like the seventy five thousand dollar chronograph they did a solid gold. gold one with that like orange or brown fucking like dial or whatever it was yeah. jesus and i think this might be sold out by the way I th- let's see let's Jeez. go to the we can't have anything nice can we watch family 
Um, oh no, you can still because I'll purchase it. How much is that watch, by the way? It is four thousand seven hundred and ninety. I still put it. I still put it in my cart. <laughs> Just to fuck with their their e-commerce analytics. Like, who keeps abandoning their cart? <laughs> well, here's here's what's funny with these Aqualung editions, um, like the like the one that I have. I remember when people were trying to order and it showed sold out. Yeah. But then the next day it wouldn't be sold out. That's because they apparently allocate stock for certain members on the Aqualung team to see if oh, they want them first. They're still doing that, eh? So apparently with mine, they I mean, they might still be doing it, but oh, apparently okay. with, with mine... Some some of those were like, "What is this? I don't I don't want this. I don't so fucking then, want this." St- then stock went back up on the side. So I'm not wearing this watch. A shark will beat bite my fucking arm with this thing flashing <laughs> on my wrist. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, a cool release overall. I don't know. I I still have faith in Doxa. Um, I don't know much about the new models or the new versions of the 300T or the 1200. Uh, but it seems like there there's a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> behind mm. the release including my dog She's the dog is very enthusiastic <laughs> give me that fucking watch um in addition to that we did a write-up on the uh, uh mark spignorelli tbw's contributor did a write-up on the um on those new zins that went out i mean a lot of those seem to kind of like pass under the radar but it's that u50 or u50 however yeah. you say it that i cannot stop seeing that on my feed it's like everywhere u- yeah i can't stop seeing it so and it's a it's a great idea because the u1 was huge Big, originally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so this looks really nice. And that what is it? Thirty nine millimeter. Forty. Forty one. Forty one. Forty one. That's still uh, thirty nine would have been nice, but yeah, forty one. Jeez, how big was the other one? It was a bread plate. It was seventy five <laughs> millimeters. My, I have no idea what it was. Um, also on the site, huge shout out to Mike Razak for contributing to. Uh, we have a section on the site called Two Broke. So it's T O O Broke Two Broke, isn't that we are too broke? Uh, so the two broke wash knobs are two broke. Um, we're basically the two broke section is kind of like um, it's kind of like a freeform press slash opinion area for us to talk about and cover watches which we find interesting, noteworthy, lurid, garish, and also very expensive. Um, generally, they tend to be on the more humor side. So huge shout out to Mike Razak who has written. Uh, I I learned about these from him when he pitched the article idea to me. Uh, it's the Hublot or or Hublot. Uh, Hugh Blot, yeah, if you Hugh Blot. Pref- if you that's, prefer, that's correct. The correct. <laughs> it's uh, we should do an episode on just us butchering names. Just let all the emails come in. So it's, it's pronounced Rolay. All right, Omega. Let me see here. What else we got? Hugh Blot, uh, Richard Mill, Dick Mill, if you will. Here, I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I'll stay on task here. Uh, this is the Hugh Blow and Berluti leather dial. You know, watch or whatever. Uh, I guess it's the yeah. classic fusion. Um, I love the title of this. It is the uh, Hublot and Berluti Leather Dial Watch Pioneering Serial Killer Chic. Uh, this is basically <laughs> the, it's, the watch has a leather dial, and uh, Mike Razak does a really, really great, super short, um, but very, very humorous just breakdown of just all the absurdness with this watch. I love the tag that he included here. Fully embosed, the three-hander seems like what Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Ma- Massacre might wear to a 3000 per plate political fundraiser so uh very very humorous i also included our slack discussion i love yeah, the can, we, can, we, can we talk about that <laughs> the, the, what, the, the slack the slack comments i like the slack comments okay yeah so um 
can we talk about is this a screenshot from your slack uh yes do you are you that much of a barbarian lunatic that you don't use dark mode oh i use dark mode in my email but not on slack come on man i I know listen (laughs) man there's only there's only so many things i can remember in the day <laughs> it puts the leather on its dial was a was a common so baird uh baird tb david contributor baird made the single funniest comment i have ever seen in my life he just for god it puts the leather on its dial <laughs> i lost my shit uh so henry this is opened- like a nightmare a nightmare watch for me by the way because i'm so against leather you don't like leather <laughs> this thing, yo dog, I heard you liked leather. I got a leather dial. I got a leather. It's just, it's, 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 um, it's a horrible looking watch. And uh, yeah. props to Mike Rizak for doing a really, really fun write up on it. Um, I am working right now on, uh, I'm working right now on this, uh, what is it? Hermes released another uh, edition, another inclusion within their slim, slim to Hermes, slim to Hermes product line uh, at this past uh, Watches and Wonders 2020, which was the digital platform. We have, uh, you know, we were covering, we cover a lot of the stuff that was happening with Basel and also with Watches and Wonders on the Tube of Watchmark site. So go and check that out. But they they, uh, included a new um, piece within the slim to Hermes gmt line it's like rose gold with the blue dial i'm doing a two broke write-up on that uh what i found most amazing about that watch is the uh the should i send you a picture do you have a picture in front of you um no i don't let me send you a picture just just so you can understand my particular issue with the hermes slim de hermes that's the name of the full watch uh gmt I'm gonna slack this to you. Okay, this is not the one that was released. This is the one for 2018. The one that was released is is, is gold. But I want to draw your attention particularly Ooh. to the <laughs> the dial at 10 o'clock. So that's uh the G. That's the second time zone dial. Do you see the dial at 10 o'clock? Yeah. yeah. I have never seen someone <laughs> replicate so accurately what a wall clock looks like to me after like five glasses of wine. Do you know what I'm saying? How does it work? It doesn't. That's the joke. That's the thing. Oh. This fucking watch doesn't work. I mean, that hand would have to point to very particular like regions of that little subdial. So it can't be like equivalent like distance of clicks between the hours. I don't so know. Has... This is a stupid fucking watch. I can't read the second time zone. I can't even read the first time zone because they've included a smoky haze on the crystal to create mysterious allure. Is that what it says in the press release? That's literally what it says in the fucking press release, Michael. <laughs> so I'm working on a t- I'm working on a two broke write up. I saw that dial and I'm like, I've seen that before. I've seen it after five glasses of wine when I'm walking around my apartment yelling at the walls. Like, oh good, like that's what that's what a fucking wall clock looks like. Very fun. I dig it. <laughs> so I'm working on a, I'm working on a write up, you know, <clears throat> for this watch. So uh, yeah, huge shout out to Mike Razak for doing that Hublot uh, Berluti leather collaboration. Go and check out twobookwatchnobs.com. Uh, a lot of fun stuff on the site there. Uh, let's see here, Ba-ba-ba-ba. Michael. Shall we get to the main topic? Is it time? I think it's time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really stoked 
for this episode. This is going to be really, really cool. Episode 174, the two broke watch stops, the fuck you watch. Michael has chosen three watches which constitute his fuck you watch. I have chosen three watches which constitute my fuck you watch. Um, and the, basically the way the format works is I say one watch and just kind of talk about it. We share our opinions about it. Michael says his watch, same thing. We go back and forth until basically uh, the show is done. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I have three choices here. Two of mine are um, quote-unquote attainable. Uh, the third one is just not. All of mine are... I constitute these as, these as my fuck you watch choices because they're a little more flashy than what I would go for. Does that make sense? I want to start with what I think would be my most attainable one. Okay. But I know that I know that when I do, I'm going to come off as a super douche. <laughs> this is Michael. I have I have a secret to tell you. This is our show. We can it's do safe space. This is a safe. <laughs> we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can talk about nipples. Michael, would you like to have a 45 minute conversation with me about uh, nipples beh- behind a Patreon paywall? <laughs> They can all pay for that. Most <laughs> listened to episodes. Like, wow, a lot of people really wanted to touch themselves and listen to us talking about fucking nipples, apparently. But here, let's do... Uh, that might be against Patreon content policies. We might have to migrate that over there to There are a ton cameo. of amateur porn stars on Patreon. <laughs> are you kidding me? We'll be tamed. Uh, tell, me, tell me more. Tell me more. Um, I know, right? But here, let's do, let's do this. You should probably go first, because uh, I've been talking way too much. What's your first choice? What's your first pick for for your fuck you watch? The watch you want everyone to see you wearing that makes a statement. All right. Stay with me here. I'm with you. All, <laughs> I'm always with you. And, I, and I've tried this watch on before, so I I really wanted to pick... Um, actually, I've tried on all three of these watches, so okay. um, I, I really got a chance to handle them and get that get that feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, so this watch was featured in my uh, watch window shopping in Vegas episode. Ooh. Um, okay. I remember that was a good one. A long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, and it's the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak Offshore Diver Boutique Edition oh with God. the blue and yellow dial. Um, I'm sure you've seen the black dial. And you got to send also- me a link, man. Yeah, so what's cool about this watch, IWC used to make a uh, Jacques Cousteau Aquatimer that came with the same sort of uh, color layout. And they don't, I don't think they make it anymore. Hmm. But AP has this uh, now. So when I tried this watch on at, at the Vegas boutique, man, I put that thing on and I just wanted to party. Like... <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. I just want to like, like, I want to, I need to buy a boat. I need to like, like stock it with like servers and caterers and people that I don't know. Um, Break things. It's just, I don't know, man. There's something about, and I, I know folks really hate on the offshore. Like if you, if you get people talking about AP, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like the, you know the the slim royal oak with the royal oak bracelet or the 15500 or the 15400 like the archetypal royal oaks um a lot of those same people really dislike the offshore but as a child of the 90s yeah i i'm really drawn to the offshore lineup it's one of those things that i think when you first get into watches you're just like Ugh. like 
what is that? But it takes years. I think it really does take years to be like, huh. Hmm. This has I like a like an I'm here to party kind of vibe. Yeah, but it at the same does. time, at the same time, if you were wearing this on a bus, I don't really think somebody would be like, oh, that's an AP. Like it's a glorified G-Shock. <laughs> I mean, basically, <laughs> that's, this that's is what this is. This is cool enough to party with, but loud enough for someone to assume it's not really anything special unless obviously like you know like someone like knows about watches there's a fun little detail about these by the way if you look at the date uh aperture Mm -hmm. it's actually magnified but ap does this without putting a cyclops on the outside of the crystal there's actually a magnifier under the crystal so that's kind of like that's like whoa you know yeah um so big uh big question mark here is the price because um, I think a lot of these will be pretty pricey. Right. AP lists this as $19,900. Okay, you and I have different definitions of attainable. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not considering this attainable. Oh, okay. I thought you said this was your more, like the most attainable like watch you had. I think I think a person, if, if a person was trying to be fiscally responsible with this, um... They can get one used for around 15. Okay. So I think if you're the kind of person that's shopping for this sort of stuff, you could you could get a pretty serious deal. I don't I mean I don't know, man. I, I don't think I've ever broken into the five digit watch purchase. Hmm. And would this would, do it? I don't know, man. We'd have to think about that. We have to do some yeah. soul searching. Yeah. Uh, stay in the but steel. I, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just reading the specs here. I don't think I don't think I can, um, you know, hammer this one too much. Uh, there's not there's not really that much to like, unless you really hate the whole porthole look, which is shared across like any Genta designed watch. So from from this to <sighs> yeah, the problem is the porthole look transitions stay with me here into like a sewer manhole cover look with the mm-hmm. the type of waffling that's occurring on the on the dial oh yeah the grand oh it's actually a mega tapisserie something that maybe we should cover next week oh yeah no, no, that, that's a good that's a good idea actually but i think if they did a ver- did they do a version of this in like green that we can dub the ninja turtles offshore <laughs> well actually they probably do because this falls technically within the funky colors collection okay that's fun and i think they do have a green one let me take a look i know they have like a friggin purple one and a blue one okay so donatello that's good leonardo who else can we do is there like an orange one and a red one they don't list it on the side anymore but there were some let's see funky color oak offshore maybe if we send i swear i swear i've seen a uh yeah there's a green one yep there is a green one does it look like a ninja turtles watch it looks like a ninja turtles watch <sighs> can you send me the can you send me the image dude and and there's there's a ninja turtles green one and there's like a lime green one <laughs> by the way uh but yeah let me see if i can wow sihh uh 20 2018 these came out not so. that lo- not that long ago but yeah you can take a look at these other Funky colors. Let me see. Um, 
there's like a, a sort of aqua, a tan, the Ninja Turtles. Actually, the this is more of a military green than a Ninja Turtles green, but I'll I'll allow it. I think I think <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll, I uh, I like. It. I think it's. Fun. I don't know, man. I I I like these. I I've always I've always liked this diver specifically. Um, this is an excellent fuck you watch. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. In case I didn't clarify, I think that the the the, the like I said, this is telling people I am here to party. Yeah. You know, uh, 42 millimeters, 14 millimeters thick, 300 meters of water resistance, uh, interior, blah, 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 luminescent Probably coating. Probably $1,000 to service if you send it to AP. Probably. Monoblock and 22 karat gold, 40 jewels. Pretty I don't know cool. What that means. Pretty dang cool. Okay. I feel it. So this, this is a good opener. What's yours? What's my, your next one? Mine's, or your mine, number mine's one? tame in comparison. Uh, just because we were talking about this watch recently. And I'll, I'll, I'll share my reasons. How? Give me your reasons. I'll show you my reasons why. Uh, so this is my first choice here. We were talking about, we were talking about this very recently. Uh, this is the Omega Coaxial Master Chronometer. Seamaster uh, 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 300, you know. With the ceramic bezel in blue. Okay. I love this watch. I love this watch because, so first of all, for me, it's ticking a lot of boxes. Yes, it uh, looks really, really beautiful. For me, it's also the appropriate amount of shine in relation to the entire Seamaster 300 line and what has occurred in the, C in the SMP line and everything. This has an appropriate amount of just sh shine. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? There's polished surfaces. The ceramic bezel obviously is going to do its thing. I love how, um, you know, in this late, in this current sort of later iteration of these uh, Seamaster, you know, 300, you know, they they made that wave groove. They really like. It's deep. It's deep. It's much yeah. deeper than it was when the line was first, you know, um, introduced. I love the bracelet on this thing. Uh, so look wise, it fits for me. Uh, the fuck you watch kind of like like mode really 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 well. The other thing is I love the movement. I love the eighty eight hundred Omega movement here with the coax and everything like that. Excuse me. Probably, probably Meta certified as well. So <clears throat> with these uh, chronometers, like Omega will go the extra mile yep. beyond Rolex to to do like another certification. I love the decoration on here. Yeah. So yeah, certified master chronometer approved by Metas. Resistant to magnetic field, blah, 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 all that crap. Um, this for me is just taking so many boxes and I feel like the perfect way for it to exist as a fuck you watch is it got to stay on the bracelet. Yeah. You know what's great about this? It's not, I really like that you picked a fuck you watch that's not necessarily grabbing that tile because of price. I can see yeah. this as like an ultimate dad watch where it's just like a dude and he has this watch and he's like, yeah, whatever. I got this like one nice watch, whatever. Fuck yeah. You. Just talking to you about your limited Seikos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's also why I like this as a fuck you watch. It's something you can wear in supreme confidence regardless of what else happens with watching the oh but this one has the the arushi dial with the nail yeah i don't give a shit i got i'm happy with my fucking yeah omega you know what i mean you can't you can't knock this one for anything the the only thing that this like people might be turned off by the glitz of the ceramic dial a little bit 
But that's for but, me is what makes it a fuck you watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, but, he's but, a fantastic dude. So this thing to me is just gorgeous. So it's ticking, it's ticking tech, it's ticking the look of the watch, it's ticking honestly the everyday wearability. I could honestly, uh, you know, if I fucking wanted to, I could wear this thing uh, on like a hike. I don't really. Uh, let, uh, let's just get this out there. I'm not an athlete. All right. There's nothing in my life that predisposes me to doing anything remotely athletic. The heaviest thing that I will carry is the burden of my existence on the back of my shoulders. Okay. But if I were for some reason uh, to do like a brisk walk, I could wear this watch. Or I could wear this with like a nice suit or some shit like that. So for me, I think you calling it the ultimate like pure confidence one watch dad watch is perf- like a perfect assessment. Yeah. You know, I love and I, I've this been watch. trying to sell you on this thing for a while. You have been, and it's only until recently when I've really started digging <laughs> in. Where I'm like, man, I don't know. Because if you are an avid listener of the Two Broke Watch Snobs, you will know I have talked about the back in the '90s when Goldeneye came out. Pierce Brosnan, when he was when he did his first iteration as uh, as as Jaime Bond, which <laughs> can we can we can we create a YouTube series called Jaime Bond? <laughs> I don't really know what the context would be, but it just it's just very fun. So when when Chris Brosnan did his first stint as James Bond in Goldeneye, he wore um the Omega Seamaster, the two five four one quartz. Uh, I'm envisioning uh, a, a Mexican version of Michael Scott's like secret agent character. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we can we can we can keep revving on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's let's take let's take this talk offline. Let's like let's take this brainstorm. <laughs> I'll hit, I'll hit you up over for a, for a smoothie lunch, and we'll talk more yeah. Jaime Bond. <laughs> right? Yeah, he had a quartz version. He had the quartz version, and uh, I've been obsessed with that watch for a very long time. A lot of you know people on the TBWS podcast have been hearing me talk about that watch, and um, I think my love for this watch, this Master Chronometer Coax, you know, uh, ceramic bezel Omega, Omega C Master Three Hundred. I think my love for this watch is clearly. Uh, you know, bridging off of my love for that watch, but this to me is like the fuck you version of that Omega two five four one quartz, uh, uh, you know, caliber that um, uh, that James Bond wore in in Goldeneye. So yeah, for for me, this is an excellent fuck you watch candidate, and it's fairly like in terms of the pricing that the fuck you watch category could go into, you could find these for like three or four k, maybe maybe four to mid four k. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can yeah. knock off a grand from from retail. I got to actually wear not this one, but a two tone version of this one on the uh, uh, Disney Cruise on the Fantasy, and it was fucking awesome. We saw one in San Francisco. Also, we did. Yep, <clears throat> yep. When we were in San Francisco, uh, but yeah. So that's that's. I, I wanted to open up my uh, my talk with with this one, in that this to me I have positioned as a logical fuck you watch choice. Tech look, everyday wearability. Um, I just want to let you know, Michael, it's downhill from here for my choices. It's downhill in terms of um, rationale. It just gets okay. more logical from here. Okay, because this, this is pretty. This. this is very reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. What we got, but here you you go you go next. What's your what's your next pick? Um, I've talked about this one a lot. I've tried it on in the past. <clears throat> this is this could be controversial. Okay. I'm actually wondering if at any point I called this a guilty pleasure, but now my brain is just like... I remember a lot of our guilty pleasure watch choices in the past. I'll let you know if you have. I'm like, I just want to be me. 
I want to be happy being me. This is the uh, Panerai Luminor Monopulsante 8-Day GMT Monopusher Chronograph. Pam 317. They did a Monopusher Chronograph? I did not know that. Yeah, this thing is a... Oh, I almost put it in the wrong Slack thing. We're getting did, you put band, did you put it in your work? Now. You put it in your work Slack. Your work select? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the panda, right, guys. See you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this this is this is an interesting watch. This is a, this. I think we, as I kind of predicted, we might be interpreting the fuck you watch category in our own personal ways, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, great. Give me your reasons. How does so, this qualify as your fuck you watch? So there's no reason for Panerai to make a mono pusher chronograph that's also a GMT with an AMPM indicator and eight day power reserve indicator. Uh, in what is this? Black PVD. <laughs> what do you mean? Black ceramic. You gotta Actually, hang. You gotta I, hang watch dog. You gotta show all them. black ceramic. All black ceramic. Wow. With a smoked see through sapphire crystal what what is with these smoked crystals yeah right that's that's funny actually it's the second iteration of this smoked crystal nonsense that's made it onto episode 174 the tupo watch that podcast oh yeah i'm looking at photos now i see what you're talking about with the crystal i I love that there's like you know a certain bit of controversy with panerai and you know these things really don't hold their value um so of course the asking this panerai asks more than what ap asked for the other one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 21,500. It's a lot of donuts. It's a lot of Krispy Kreme, Mother Humpin' Donuts. Um, so was but they sell, they sell for 14. Oh, wow. They take a pretty, they take a pretty solid hit. Okay. Serious, serious hit. Um, yeah. This is an interesting choice because in the time that I have known you, you have always had an aversion, not really an aversion, like less of an inclination towards uh, like DLC. Uh, watches like 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 PVD coated like black watches. Yeah, all just black watches. You called me a watch racist. I did. <laughs> I love the accusation. You called me a watch racist, but look at me now, Kaz. A black watch is my is my guilty. Uh, is my, I no, moved my, to Seattle. <laughs> this thing. So like so. What is it? Is it the amount of complications? Is it the fact that it's totally blacked out with the case, the dial, the strap, everything? Like what is drawing you? Like if you if you if I saw you wearing this you know in line at a, co- at a coffee shop or like at like a Jiffy Lube and I was just like in the waiting room and I just I saw you pay your you know twenty dollars or whatever to plug a flat tire I saw you wearing this watch what would you want me to infer from you wearing this watch while getting your tire plugged which may or may not be a euphemism absolutely nothing <laughs> I I like this watch because it flies under the radar yeah like kind of like the I would say maybe even more than the AP. Okay. It's not polished in any way. It's, no. It's not really There's glamorous. No yeah. I think with this one, it's the lineup of complication. Mm. And I don't... It, it's almost the most pompous iteration of a like do-it-all watch yeah. on this list. Because you, you have... You can do elapsed <clears throat> time. You can take a diving or whatever. Mano you can get the two, two time zones. It's got a very like quirky people people really love mono pusher chronographs. Mm-hmm. But they're technically inferior to a regular like two pusher system. You can I, send I think your, it's a, it's you a can really send your hate mail courtesy tbws.contact or dot contact gmail.com. 
attention yeah. Michael re model pushers. Yeah, no, I mean obviously like 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 technically the way we're talking about it, yeah. Do, do you know what's really funny about the Panerai site? Or I think it's actually kind of cool how you can like turn the slider and see the loom. Oh yeah. Turn the slider and see the loom on this watch. You can't read anything. It's a mess. It's just lines. There's just lines of loom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> I don't know why I needed all those extra bits in the power reserve indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's yeah, kind of fun. So this is this is this is a fuck you watch for people who are aware of this watch. If I saw you wearing this, I would and I didn't know anything about watches, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But if I knew something about watches, I would a probably immediately notice it was a Panerai, and then B start to realize what the fuck was happening. Like, oh my God, like why is there why is there yeah. a power reserve? What is that button at six at seven o'clock? Is that a is that a model pusher? You know what I mean? Like so so uh, this is your your peacock watch for other uh, keen watch folk. Also, if if a nerd ever wanted to like come up to me and talk about complication and, and this, I the frivolity so I, of the complication discussion. Yeah. Like you want to get fucking complication talk on me? Well, yeah, I I have no desire to have complicated watches. <sighs> yeah, um, but I think if somebody wanted to be like, hey, you got to get some complication in your collection, I'd be like, dude, fuck you. Look at this. Mm. Look at this thing. What are you talking about? So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I love it. I have been thinking about this one for a long time. Not ser- uh, like not seriously in any way, but um, it's all it's always in the back of my mind as one of the more um, attractive high end offerings from Panerai. And this was pre current CEO. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. We we might start to see some things. Uh, Especially if you listen to our last episode, but listen, man. If Basel twenty twenty is any indication, Panera is about to lose their goddamn minds. Every single uh, 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 media outreach, like asset that had occurred at Watches and Wonders, I swear to God, must have been directed by Gatorade and Skrillex. They're how much? Stupid. How much Skrillex will land the biggest DJ deal in history to get him to break quarantine? And like come to Basel 2021 or something. I mean, you'd be surprised what people will do if the check clears, man. You know what I mean? You never know. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I like this watch. I like this watch. I, I don't feel guilty about it. Um You're proud. Yeah. This is a this is a proud, you watch. Proud, dude. Damn right. And it, it is it also gets way illogical from here. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's like uh, this one, this one, both of my first two watches take a significant hit secondhand. Mm-hmm. The last one, there's no way around it. There's no you way either, around you it. You can <laughs> either, you, you you don't ask about discounts. You don't ask about, you know, deals or anything like that. It is what it is. It is but what it is. Okay. I like off it. Off you go. <laughs> my turn? Yeah. All right. This one has haunted me. This is This is my... Ghost at the feast. This one haunts me. Any discussion where my mind starts talking about like you know watches I would ever want to spend a lot of money on, this one's just there. Uh, it follows me around. I've tried to bury it. I've tried to forget it. You all have heard me talk about it, but this is an excellent candidate for a fuck you watch, Michael. I have talked about this watch so much. I'm not even going to send you a picture of it. Because you know what it is already. Uh, my right. second choice for fuck you watch is the goddamn illogical two-tone Rolex sub blue dial, aka the Rolex bluesy. I, 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 
I admit this as my fuck you choice, knowing full well it's too much money. It doesn't look like anything I would normally purchase. I think I think it's just one of those watches where watch collectors are allowed like a buy. It's like okay, you know what? Like yeah, you collect like field watches and like you're like a Gata watch collector and for some reason you feel compelled to get like this grand complication. I'll give you a buy. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. This is my this is my buy watch. I don't like to <laughs> I don't like two tone. But I it works so well with your skin. I don't. That's why I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> yellow gold. Okay. I don't like stuff that's very like like loud. You know what I mean. This watch is quieter than like you know, the solid you know gold it's, one. Yeah, you know, you know it's two tone, but you know it's pretty subtle, mm-hmm. which I is love- impossible to tell on the Rolex website because they like bump saturation on everything in these like ridiculous high def images. <laughs> But um, it's more subtle yeah. than most people think. I've I tried one of these on in uh, in a Mayor's AD here. Uh, I'm in Orlando, Florida. Um, the Mall Millennium over here has got a, got a Mayor's, and they got little like a little like a like a specific uh, Rolex kind of uh, focused brick and mortar on the second story. And so I was there, and I tried the watch on, and it looked fantastic. Yeah, I really want you to have this watch. I sent you a photo of it, and I think I think you responded like, "Yes, do it." It's like, how? <laughs> how am I going to do? It? You know what I mean? So, um, but here's why liking this watch angers me. I like this watch so much. I don't even know what the reference number is. I don't know what movement is in here. I don't know a thing about this watch, Michael. I just like the way it looks. And I like the way it looks on me. This, I mean, think about think about the guys and gals that buy this watch. I I would argue that a lot of them don't know any of that stuff. But that doesn't fit into my normal buying habits. When I buy something, I research like the 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 piss out of it. I gotta know its blood type, its platelet count. Like every, every, every I, it takes me forever to buy watches. Yeah, I, I bought one watch last year, man, and I bought it at like. On like the twentieth of December, so I really I snuck that shit in. Can everyone just start DMing Kaz about this thing? Please don't. I'm already getting I'm already getting enough DMs about the Halios uh, hyped watch (laughs) discussion. Uh, C fourth gate. C fourth gate. The C C fourth gate is real, Michael. Um, But this watch, oh man, I don't know what it is. I don't. I love it so much. I don't know, Michael. What? So, so I, I do have one sticking point. I don't want the newer K style. I want the Rolex Bluesy with the slender lugs. I don't like these new kind of like sh- like bulked out shoulder lugs. Okay, so you want the one six six one three LB? I don't do Rolex reference numbers. I don't know shit about yeah. Rolex. What yeah. was it? So, I, I need to write that down and have it tattooed backwards on my forehead. What is it? One six six one three LB. And then the new one is just an extra one in the front. Nah, man, you, you you can keep that one. I want, I want, I want the old. Really, I want the older you one. want? That's, is that that's wrong? Wh- I don't know, man. New new Rolex cases are just so perfect. Yeah, like it just looks too like clunky. I don't know. I don't know, man. Clunky being the technical term. I mean, well, if you want, if you want the five digit, that's that's even more attainable. So, what what pricing are you seeing for that? Like nine thousand, nine ten thousand. 
I mean, yeah. It's... Let's 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 assume I murder and rob like a millionaire. Yeah, then I'll get the watch. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's a thing that can happen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, now we're just creating evidence. Can I just can I just can I just clarify? I'm joking, guys. All right, I'm not gonna <laughs> hurt anyone except myself. Uh, from money or whatever, you know, <laughs> we're just building, we're just, the, the police are going to be like, we have 174 episodes worth of evidence. <laughs> it's not getting better. We're not making this better for ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, the Rolex, the, the, I don't know what it is. It's, it looks, so I, so I have, I have brown skin for people who don't know. I was born here in the States, but my parents are from Pakistan. So, you know, India subcontinent kind of brown skin color and all this stuff like that. But there's something about this watch with just it just looks fantastic on me it really does i've seen it guys i've seen it <laughs> and i used to be i used to feel guilty about liking this watch but like then we started talking about the fuck you watch and i'm like you know what i would if i could i would get this watch and i would wear it so proudly like think about think about how much a watch geek would pour into picking which submariner to buy Mm-hmm. Do I get, do I get the no date? Do I get the four line five digit reference? Do I yeah. get the two line five digit reference? Non chronometer certified, chronometer certified. Do I get ceramic? Do I get aluminum? You just skipped all that shit. You're like fuck it. I want this is the this two tone. Yeah. I don't want any other Rolex. I don't like <laughs> Rolex models. I remember I made that comment um when we had a guest on the show. I'm not gonna say his name, and like he was super offended when I said I didn't like Rolex models. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a fucking thing, but. This is the Submariner for me. Well, also for me, Rolex has been super boring. I mean, if you think <laughs> no. of the ones that I've gotten rid of, uh, they they just don't last. So I, I think so many people focus on regular steel, whatever, like very, very plain Jane Rolex models. Mm. That at least for me, if I think of Rolex now, if the day ever did come where where i did get one it's just like i want something absurd <laughs> like two-tone like two-tone so oh, i can see it man. man would you get the black two-tone or the blue one like i'm like i'm looking at i would get the blue one dude so good michael help yeah. me help me michael i would get the blue if i didn't get something like completely ugly and ridiculous like a yacht master 2 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that's my yeah that's my second pick. This is an excellent fuck you watch. I would do everything in this watch. I would change a tire. I would go out to a nice fucking dinner. I would I would sign twirl. I would wear this watch and I would love to be seen with this watch and I would be so proud. Michael, can you help me? Can you tell me what movement is in this fucking watch? Just it's so prob- I hear it once. It's probably the base um, thirty one thirty. I want to say because I love movements. I'm a movement snob. Except for this watch, I don't care what the movement is, but I, mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like I need to know. <laughs> it's not. It's not an Etta. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Is this the base Etta two eight two four, Michael, or is this a Miyota, or a Salita? It's, it's an the SDP thirty-one. <laughs> sorry, thirty-one thirty-five. Yeah, 31, Rolex Rolex, or it's uh, pronounced Rolex thirty-one thirty-five. Yep, plus minus two seconds. Uh, parachrome hairspring, all the fun stuff that doesn't really matter. <laughs> just like real life man god this watch okay i gotta stop talking about it otherwise we're gonna start getting people upset um yeah rolex rolex bluesy reference 16613 i cannot it's like that kylie minogue song 
I just can't get it out of my head, dude. <laughs> like it just like in the quiet moments in the crevices between my thoughts, the bluesy will just feel to get like, oh hey, blues, I I exist. It's like fuck, I gotta live in the world where that exists too, and I have to have it. Fuck, you know. This is like a Krispy Kreme craving times ten. Like it's bordering on like like murderous. Murderous sometimes craving. sometimes you have to buy the whole half dozen and eat the entire box. <laughs> just eat them in your car with your fucking fingers. You know what I mean? Like, hope I've my family once. doesn't see me. <laughs> you don't even you don't even leave the parking lot. Don't you just do it? Just do it in the parking lot. Like, no AC. I'm punishing myself. Fuck it. I'm just gonna <laughs> eat this shit with my fucking fingers, man. Are you also Are you also smoking like a Marlboro Red? At the same time, <laughs> black and mild, dude, with the windows up. <laughs> I, I there's every 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 bit of pleasure in life has to have an equal measure of pain. So if I'm going to indulge in these donuts, I'm also going to give myself first, second, third, and fourth hand smoke. Can we also give this character a bluesy? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck not? He's wearing a bluesy. <laughs> Something went wrong where he got this watch, but everything else fell apart. <laughs> Maybe that's, maybe that's my that's my alternate reality string theory like existence like I own like this if you watch, get that watch but if you get that nothing. this will happen I have no I have no wife I have no home I have no podcast I have no friends but I have this watch maybe right, that's so my you, alternate theory my alternate reality man you guys heard it start start DMing Kaz about this <laughs> please watch don't, please don't between the C fourth DMs and this I'll just lose my mind ah. <sighs> Well, so I need what's, to your, load what's, up. what's your next pick? We should we should really get off the blue sea. I gotta close right. this tab. It's just it's too beautiful. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So there's not much to say here. I did get to try this watch on in Vegas also. Okay. Um it is not attainable in any way. But like there's so much buzz around the Daytona now mm-hmm. and people paying, you know double the retail to have the stainless steel panda and whatever like or the new ceramic versions and even the older five digit versions oh the dog oh sorry wife just came home okay um is your dog okay yeah she just wanted to jump off my lap so if you think about the daytona nerds they're Mm -hmm. always like paul newman this exotic that or you know ceramic or patrizzi dial zenith movement daytonas there's so much geekery around daytonas mm-hmm. and i i don't care about them i don't like them at all yeah um there's maybe two that i like and this is one of them it's the cosmograph daytona with the ice blue dial mm. and chocolate ceramic bezel i know with exactly chocolate <laughs> can you send me a link i don't want to go digging for it on the rolex site prices on request so <laughs> what's a z job if you have to ask you can't afford it <laughs> tells you something about that um i i just i think the daytona is such an uninteresting watch overall that it really takes something like this to you know push me over the edge yeah uh it Flat is like uh, it's like so like do you do you remember the last time we were at wind up okay where there was like and you see like a ton of ravens and Speedmasters and seikos and things all like fantastic watches but you remember that dude that was just like randomly walking around with a datograph <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah i'm here i guess like oh this old thing this old thing that's kind of the, that's kind of the feel that this is gonna um get out 
You know what I love about this episode? This is a very anti-Rolex but pro-Rolex episode at the same time. <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> they're such boring watches overall. I hate Unless- subs, but I want this one. I hate Daytonas, but I, <laughs> yeah. I want this one. This is this is an excellent fuck you watch. I love it because, like you said, it's easily recognizable as a Daytona, but it's almost like the antithesis of what everyone tries to kind of latch on to the Rolex Daytona for in regards to the history and all the blah, 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 all the crap. Yeah. This is, fucking, I, this is a great watch. This one to, you give you an, to give you an idea, so they do still make this, it's not discontinued or anything, mm-hmm. but um, secondary market, you're looking at around $65,000. Uh, okay. Never. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, I was just drinking some coffee. I was just realizing my mortality. Um, <laughs> I was realizing my mortality and how I still wanted the bluesy. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot of fucking money. Sixty-five thousand doll hairs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I I would never. Do these um, chronograph pushers lock? They're screw down. Do you think an owner of this watch needs to be fast with what he or she wants to time? <laughs> I think if someone knows this watch, they're probably not really under the gun in regards to anything. Unless you're like a drug lord, then literally and figuratively, you're probably under the gun. Yeah, uh, you're probably paying people to keep time <laughs> of whatever <laughs> is critical. You hire 60 people, each to count out a second. And the first person who starts has to yell the minute, and that you have a human minute repeater. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's your clock. Minute repeater. Again, perfect for next week's episode. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Human minute repeater. <laughs> Not a real term. That is the sequel to the human centipede. Uh, or maybe the prequel? I think they already made a sequel to the human centipede. I don't... I, I can see you wearing this one too, Kaz. That's what really is funny. This would look great on me, and I hate that. I hate that. I have such low self-esteem. I can't that, have that extra I know that extra little bit of chocolate. You know, extra. That's perfect. Just like, on, on your like, wrist. It's like sprinkles on your already chocolate cupcake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. Yeah. So this whole thing is platinum, by the way. <laughs> it's all platinum. The bezel is brown ceramic, which is like. I don't think anyone else does brown ceramic. I gotta find like a real photo. I want to see this thing, like on that, like a, like not like a photo on on. I'll, on. I'll send you a um, a link from a very popular dealer. Okay. Uh, so you can you can take a look at his in studio photos. Um, but yeah, this this is probably I, I really again I don't care about the Daytonas. I like the white wow. gold blue dial one. Yeah. But that's like thirty three thousand, and it's not FU enough. I mean, like if you really want to, if you want to, yeah. If you're gonna order fries, just get a full order. Yeah. All right, man. Get the whole sushi boat. Get the to whole yourself. sushi boat. Leave your belt in the car along with your self esteem. <laughs> just go to town. This thing is. Oh my god. I, I could totally see you wearing this too. I think this would look fantastic on you. Trey, Trey, motherfucking Trey, chic dog. All right. I don't. I don't know if I can see myself wearing this. Are you kidding me, Michael? We need to go back to that wet market in Hong Kong and have you rocking this watch. Do you remember that? That was awful, by the way. God. So Michael and I went to um, the Hong Kong watching watching clock show in 2018, um, and it was. I, I had a great time. It was great. 
um, a just seeing Michael because we record the two world wash knobs on different sides of the U.S. He's um, in yeah. uh, Seattle. I'm in um, Orlando. It's classic East meets West tale. Um, but we met up in Hong Kong for the Hong Kong Washington Clock Fair, and uh, we got lost. He just like straight up like just like lost in the city, and we ended up like smack dab in the middle of some kind of like, I guess that was a wet market. I just it remember was. this. 100% a wet market. <laughs> I just remembered the smell of like lukewarm fetid pork. It was horrible. Yeah. It was a house of death. The heat I just need to air. get out of there. Yep. Yep. I can see you wearing uh, that. I can see you wearing this Daytona there. That's perfect. I can, I can do that, I guess. I can do that. <laughs> I could sell, if I sold everything that I owned, I don't think I can even make a debt on this could you at least pay the afrim down payment afrim will not fund above thirty thousand. Oh my god okay well what if we share it what if i open an afrim <laughs> account and you open an afrim account <laughs> oh no well we're still five thousand short well what if that's the that's the doubt if we can scrounge together five thousand dollars maybe we can have joint custody of the rolex cosmograph daytona one one six five zero six what do you think we we would bankrupt the company and the the times would have to add an editor's note saying that we don't exist anymore <laughs> editor's note the two world watch knobs have <laughs> gone down in a flame of, of of glory sans phoenix rising they will not be coming back <laughs> last known whereabouts eating a box of Krispy Kreme donut in the back of a Ford Taurus and a smoked out, smoked out car with the windows up, wearing a Cosmograph and a bluesy. Last known whereabouts, right? That's perfect. I almost feel like I want to like partner with an illustrator to like create this character. Just have that these, drawn? These two characters. I want a drawing of us in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> you with the bluesy, me with the Daytona. He's crying We've and lost, eating donuts. Lost everything. <laughs> lost everything, but gained so much. Oh man, it's that was so fun. Little. What's uh, what's what are you closing this out with? My final choice. Uh, it's from a brand that I do like a lot. It's a Swatch Group brand, but it doesn't really fit into the normal sort of, uh, you know, category type of Swatch brand groups that you would. Um, you would see we covered them actually recently on I think the last watch brands we know nothing about episode. Uh, so the brand is Jacques Hedro. Jacques mm-hmm. Hedro. Um, yeah. We did an episode. That we have a we have a recurring series um, here at the Two Book Watch Knobs called Watch Brands We Know Nothing About. Where essentially we'll take a watch brand where you guessed it we know nothing about and we'll do a little bit of research before but we try and treat it as like uh kind of like a fun organic learning experience on air we will learn about the brand on air and share that um with you some episodes we prepare more for than others um people like it a lot because we usually try and grab brands that people that that other people also don't know about um Mm -hmm. So, uh, so last episode we did Jack Hedro, and in my research for Jack Hedro, I came across something that I'm gonna send you this picture now. I, uh, I instantly fell in love with, and I didn't really understand how to position it in my mind. Like, what kind of watch is this? Is this like a dress watch? Is this like an everyday watch? Like, like you know, what, what is this? Uh, and then we started talking about the fuck you watch, and I'm like, yes. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. You know, sending you a picture. All right, let's see. <clears throat> Ooh. 
This is different. This is the uh, this is the Jacques Hedro Grand Second Tourbillon Palonnet. This wow. is a enamel dial. So the Palonnet, uh, or uh, I, I apologize, uh, guys. I'm I'm from Fort Lauderdale, so my French pronunciations aren't that great. Palonnet. Oh no, that sure. sounded that sounded Latin American. Payo. I'll just spell that. That sounds like a type of empanada. It sounds like it sounds like I'm trying to say paella, but I don't know how to enunciate. <laughs> Ah, fuck. P A I L L O N N E with the accent, and then another E. So the Pioneer, uh, whatever technique, it's enameling that's uh, laced on the top with very thin silver or gold leaf. Um, this is part of the Grand Seconde line. Uh, there's a tourbillon version, which is what I have sent you, Michael, but there's also a non tourbillon version. I, I don't care about tourbillons. I could do uh, without them. But if I were to get a fuck you watch, yeah, I, I, it kind of needs tur- a tourbillon. You know what I mean? I, I I'd rather have a fucking tic tac in my watch than a tourbillon. If we're if we're no, speaking candidly, you know, nobody would know though. So so what what are you kind of trying to communicate with this one? I I feel like this is only for the wearer. This, it's it's so it kind of has a similar aesthetic in regards to the yellow gold and the blue mm-hmm. uh, that the bluesy has. I'm trying to communicate to people who see me wearing this watch. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to put it in words. I have uh, uh, I have something to express to you with what I'm wearing, and this is the only thing that can do it. And what I'm trying to express to you is I have a love for things that are done very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, the enameling is fantastic on this fucking watch. I love the gold leaf they put on top. The crown, Michael, do you see the crown? Mm-hmm. What does that look like to you? It looks like an actual crown. It looks like an actual crown. All right, there's a watch for a king as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, man. All right. <laughs> there's a radiant quality of the watch. If you see the lines of the enamel, they follow the base plate. The metal base plate has this sort of like almost almost medieval so it has, you know what? I think maybe that's why I'm attracted to it. I studied medieval European and Icelandic literature in grad school, and I was going to the grad program over at SBU. This thing has like an, like an illuminated medieval, like, like monastic text vibe to me. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love this watch so much. I saw it when I was researching Jack and Joe for Watch Brains, and we know nothing about it, and I just fell into this like hole. Like, like what is this thing? Um, so yeah, I could do with without the, without the tourbillon, but I think in this watch eh, it looks, looks kind of cool with the with the tourbillon. Uh, the problem is with this watch that I've shown you, particularly with the tourbillon, uh, I think it's a hundred k. Not bad. Not bad. How, however, uh, if I did want a tourbillon, uh, it is it is but a mere 40, 40 to fifty k. Um, they do they do a version with red enamel. They do a version with, I think, like a gray, like a gray enamel. But for me, um, I love this watch. I love the intricacy that's happening with the gold leaf that's been placed on it. Um, it doesn't feel busy. And it has this classic grand second, uh, you know, the grand second motif with the big second at the top and the minute and the hour at the bottom, which is like a Jack H. Rowe uh, sort of thing. So, yeah, for me, this is certainly, this is a watch I would be proud of. I, I am not guilty. I don't feel guilty about wearing this watch at all. 
Hey, uh, what what about the ones that pop up on eBay? <laughs> Are there any on eBay? <laughs> Are they still forty thousand? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, may I? I feel like I see the most ridiculous watches pop up on eBay. I will say, <laughs> as far as like quote unquote boutique brands go, Jack H. Road does take a huge hit. Yeah. Um, that said, I don't think people are really buying these to put them into the second grand hand market to begin with. So I don't even know. Here, actually, there's a really, um, I'm looking at this a block to watch piece. There's a really great photo here of the gold leaf being applied to the enamel while it's in process. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this image with you. Fucking so beautiful, dude. I'm seeing a different version for 35. That's 35,200. That's, that's a steal, man. Yeah, they've done they, they, a few versions of this. That's awesome. Look this that. is it, man. This is like, so this for me, I'm just like, I was trying to figure out what the fuck this watch was because it wasn't really a dress watch for me. I mean, like, obviously, you can wear this with a nice, like, suit or whatever the fuck, but like, I wouldn't classify this as a dress watch in the same way I would like the Sarb 035 or like a Tiso Viso date, you know what I mean? Put it on rubber, take it in the pool. Put on, I think Go on I, Splash Mountain. I, I think this thing, I don't think this, what, what is the water resistance on here? I mean, now that we're talking about it, <laughs> let me look it up. What is the, what's the water resistance? I mean, the water resistance on the Grand Secon Skelet 1 is 30 meters. It's probably can, something similar. You can go in the pool. I can go in the pool. My pool is not 100 feet deep. What's 30 meters? 100 feet? Yeah. I don't know. A meter is roughly three feet. Yeah, there think, you go. I Whatever. Think, yeah, we're from, uh, we're from the United States, guys. We don't do meters around here. All right? Tell me, man. This is this is my pick. This is my third pick for my fuck you watch. I love this watch. I don't feel bad about it because I think it's beautiful. Did you see the image I sent you of the gold leaf being applied to the enamel? Yeah, I, I still have. I'm zooming in. <laughs> you know the best part about this image is that is a little paintbrush that the applier has licked to get that thin. So you are zooming in on someone's spit. Might be a new fetish. Might be a new a, a new fetish has been discovered. Yeah, lick that fucking brush. Lick that fucking brush. Hot, hot horology. Well, this has been a good show. Yeah. Thanks uh, if you're joining us for the very first time. It's uh... welcome, welcome to welcome. the two broke watch knobs. It's only up or downhill from here. It depends how much yeah. fun you had. That's a but lot here. of ups and downs. <laughs> Punk rock I like watch the, podcast. I like these selections. Yeah, we you, got really can, good choices. Let's do this. Let's do a recap of the show. Yeah. Um, you are still a, very much enjoying going back to the wrist check. You are very much enjoying your Black Bay GMT. That thing is super, super cool, and I'm very happy you are enjoying it. Um, I'm excited for the next time we get to hang out when a lot of this uh, COVID-19 stuff calms down. Uh, yeah, I'm man. very excited to see it. Uh, I was wearing the tried and true loved orient <clears throat> christmas chrono google it if you guys like don't want to go to the site or whatever uh, if you just google Orient christmas chrono you're gonna find it there's a reference number which it's like it's like wx no wv tx 5001 or 0051 just google orient christmas chrono you'll see it 
Um, in addition to that, a uh, huge thank you and a shout out to the New York Times for featuring us in their, uh, you know, watch podcast piece. And a huge shout out and and communal congratulations to everyone else that was included um, in that list. So, uh, Hodinky, uh, Great NATO Dudes, Worn and Wound, uh, Ten and Two, Scottish Watches, um, just happy to be included among the list, uh, you know, and... Um, Thank you again to Victoria, uh, the writer over, uh, uh, the contributor over at New York Times for putting that piece together. You know, had a really good time uh, mm-hmm. kind of doing that interview and just kind of getting our thoughts out there. So uh, we'll link to that in the side, uh, in the show notes here for the for the, for the episode 174 as well. In addition to that, go and check out twobookwatchnobs.com where you will also see the show notes for this episode. In addition to um, a lot of really uh, fun watch content that we are putting out there, check out the two broke section that I was talking about. Um, fun commentary in there. We're trying to build it out as fast as we can. Uh, also check out those press releases we talked about. New Doxa, that forged carbon, which is crazy. Uh, and also the Zin uh, 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 write-up. And uh, also we're on YouTube. You can go and check out our YouTube channel. We have another series there called the TBWS uh, Writer's Room, where essentially... Uh, the TVWS writing staff, sometimes with uh, special guests. We've had um, uh, Josh from Stuff and Watches on Instagram and uh, uh, Dale from Mr. A's Case last Ratchek Productions uh, do guest spots on different episodes. Uh, the TVWS writers are in basically we all can have a Skype conversation, a Skype conversation, turn our videos on, and we essentially. You know what's funny? We do this late at night on like Fridays. So it, like, it feels like especially like wristwatch bar talk. Closing time. You know what I'm hit, saying? Hit the pub, the virtual pub. Virtual pub, which is like a corner of my home where I know I won't be bothered in the dark, you know, drinking beer with my hands, just like just like ladling it with my hands. Like a pauper, Michael. A pauper in the pub. That's a great band <laughs> name, actually. Pauper in the pub? Pauper yeah. in the pub. We have a on our on the TBWS Slack, we have a band name channel. So I'm gonna put Pauper in the Pub in there. Pauper in the pub. Is he Prince or Pauper? Um, the fuck was I talking about? Go and check out our YouTube channel, TBWS Writers Room. Uh, they're really a lot of fun. Um, in addition to that, I had an excellent time, Michael, on 174 doing uh, uh the fuck you watch. I could see this being a recurring segment. It's possible. Um, depends on how we feel. Depends on how we feel. Either way, uh, I think this is a great addition to the different series that we do. Just doing a recap here. Uh, my first choice was the... Hold on, I had to write them down because I'm forgetting now. My first choice, uh, I love that ceramic bezel Omega uh, 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 Seamaster, the Coax Master Chronometer. Oh my god, that, that thing. That thing in particular, dude. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Your first choice here was this AP. I love this thing. This thing is great. I can totally see wearing this, dude. Uh, it's this AP um, uh, Royal Oak Offshore Diver Reference. Oof, that's a number. No, don't, don't, just, it's fine. It's fine. It's blue and yellow. If you guys just Google Royal Oak <laughs> Offshore Diver, uh, blue and yellow, you'll, I mean, you'll see it. Okay. Yeah. It's like 35 digits long. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Like yeah. Omega ref- and AP are ridiculous. Reference, reference number it. smash keyboard. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> I guess that's how you do a ref- reference number these days. My second choice was the Rolex two-tone sub blue dial, a.k.a. the bluesy reference 16613LB. Thank you, Michael, for finally clarifying. <laughs> I don't know anything about Rolex. Rolex reference numbers uh, for me. I love it. I can't explain why I love it. If you've been listening to the show... You guys know how much I talk about that watch. Or at least I haven't talked about it in a while. I'll, I'll say that. I, I, previous episodes, <clears throat> I talked about that watch a lot. But God, God damn it, that watch, Michael. Mm-hmm. 
God damn it, that watch. Your second choice here, uh, let me pull up. Oh, no, wait, that's the wrong link. It's this Panerai. This thing is great. Panerai Luminor Chrono Monopulsante 8-day GMT 44mm, the PAM 00317. This thing hangs complication, Dong. The frivolity of complication discussions are essentially shut down here because it's just like, why? It's, it is what it is, and here's what it does. There's so. no semblance of like, oh, yeah, I need all these for function. No, you don't. No. You know? You don't need hand grenades to hunt deer. Unless your deer are, if the deer are armed, then that's like, that's different. I would have a great time, and I'm vegan. <laughs> that sounds like Michael fun. is vegan, and he would love to grenade a whole horde of deer, or whatever the I don't know what the plurality of deer. <laughs> I don't know what the plurality of deer is, uh, but here, <laughs> it's a great episode. Moving on. Um, my third pick was this uh, 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 Jacques Hegerot Grand Sacom. Payone, Payone, Payone. Motherfucker, I should learn how to say these Paella. words, eh? Paella. Paella. Why do we have to make everything unsexy? Have you noticed that every single like, oh, this is the you know the the like it has like a really sexy name. It's like, oh, it sounds like bologna and cheese sandwich. It's like, fuck, man, this is like a whatever. It's it's fine, man. We're in the times. We're in the yeah. times. <laughs> That's gonna be my. I'm gonna use that argument. For, for everything it's like it's like <laughs> hey you're short five dollars hey, it's fine i'm in the times and just drive off <laughs> uh my third choice was the jacques Hedro grand second tourbillon pioneer watch enamel gold leaf fucking trebian dude trebian dog uh your third pick fantastically a great watch to close it out the rolex cosmograph cosmograph daytona platinum ice blue dial with the chocolate bezel Mwah. Mm. Muy delicioso, dude. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Um, this is fun. Let us know your thoughts on this week's show, episode 174, The Fuck You Watch. You can hit us up on Instagram, at Two Broke Watch Knobs, or uh, go jump in the Facebook uh, group. Um, Michael and I try and get in there as much as we can. Uh, huge shout-out to the Facebook moderators who are holding it down, Ben Newcomb, Greg Wood, and Skip Rose. In addition to that, we are... Uh, you can also go to the website, go to bookwashknobs.com. Um, hit us up over there. Or you can email us. Email is a bit tricky for us because we are... Um, Michael, is there a word more 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 severe than deluged or drowned or over-inundated? Or are those That's appropriate? It. That's that's about it. That's about it. Our email is a bit of a cluster right now because we had emailed um, a ton. So if you do email us, uh, be aware. You can expect like Rolex wait times uh, yeah. when you email us because we, we try and answer everyone's email in order and we try to answer them as appropriately as possible, which is to say thorough. We try to be thorough with the responses. And so it just takes a lot of time. So um, if you do email us, you know, it might be a bit of a wait time, uh, but Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and the website, those are probably the best ways to let us know your thoughts on our choices for Fuck You Watches, and you can let us know your choices for your perfect Fuck You Watch. Michael, is it that sad time? That sad time. Time That's, to go. That sad time. Here, uh, I don't want to go, but it's time to go. It's been a lot of fun. Here, man, you, uh, you, uh, you start it, and I'll close this out. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Book Watch Snobs. Later. Later.